Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Room, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Would anyone happen to have a spare button or know the direction for a certain half god? You know, we really need to get back to Fillory. There are things that need doing, and Josh can't really be counted upon to do them. Or Kenny. Well, you know, I don't... If you check eBay, maybe you can find something to kind of help you get back to Fillory. Yeah... Like, I, I just, I, we, we got to get back. Like, there are rats everywhere, and, like, things are still pooping in wells, and the fairies have Finn. Yeah, and Josh is the man. Puff Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Josh. He's fun. He is so much fun. Akuna Matata. Yeah, like, he could have been, like, the fourth royal all along while Alice was missing. Or, you know, when... Quinn's just not there doing it. Yeah, it's you see he needs to get uh, wild and there two queen, two kings, two queens, whatever. Anyhow, before we break down the episode, just want to share some great news with our listeners who've been hanging out in the poison room today. Magicians has been renewed for season three. Yes, I saw that earlier, and um, for some reason I thought this news was already shared because this show is so awesome. Like, why would it not be renewed for season three? I'm serious. I thought it was already too. I just guess we just assumed that because it's just so awesome that it was. But hey, I'm ready again. It needs more. Got to have it. Absolutely. <laughs> so just need to tell everybody, uh, check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. Do you know what else they can find on Facebook? Um, us, right? Yep, they can find us on Facebook. We have a couple of different groups that we uh, currently run. We have, of course, Brad and Court Talk podcast, uh, Pure Fandom podcast. And there we pretty much talk about any and everything that we happen to like, like the Thor trailer that just came out the other day. Uh-huh. Very cool. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Where's um, his roommate? I, That's what I want to know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't think he, he made it to the new world or wherever he, he, he happens to be. He didn't make it there. He's still working his nine to five job. Yeah. Maybe he lost him in, in, in um, the Jane custody thing. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah, we also like to live tweet and have live discussions um, either on the Facebook page um, or over on Twitter. Usually you can find me on Twitter. Um, but if you're watching the episode and you want to chat, make sure you're following me and make sure you join the group. If you are a Van Helsing fan, if you've seen it on Netflix or if you saw it while it was airing or it's airing where you are now, please make sure that you check out Van Helsing, a sci-fi fan group, um, Pure Fandom. On Facebook, uh, we have a nice bunch of people over there. We have, what, like 204 people in the group right now? Yeah, something like that. And, I really got to get more active in that group. Well, it, it's slowly getting more active as we're getting, um, you know, some more news and information about the next season that's coming up. I know somebody was asking earlier if we had a date of when the premiere was coming, and I haven't seen anything yet. We just got the summer premiere dates for, like, the summer shows, like Dark Matter, Killjoys, um, Winona Earp. And I'm thinking that uh, Van Helsing will probably come back in the fall, just like it did last last mm-hmm. fall. Right. Last that's that's going to be my guess too. It's going to be kind of the same thing like they do with uh, Z Nation. Also, 
they don't have a return date for it, but it historically starts in September. So mm-hmm. I'm just thinking Van Helsing is going to kind of be around that date also. It's not out yet, but yeah, it's going to it's going to get there eventually. It's for sure. The fall. And they're still filming season 2, so. Right, it, the the fall. That's when it's going to happen. I'm pumped. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. A lot happening now. Oh, at Sci-Fi Channel has just been doing some amazing things with a lot of great shows. Oh, definitely. They they get a lot going on. Um our next one that we're talking about, uh, we're doing Winona Earp. Mm-hmm. Or did you already mention yep. that? You didn't mention it yet, though. That's on Netflix. Check it out. And there's a lot of new shows coming out, too. I mean, we got Killjoys coming back. We got Dark Matter coming back. Uh, we have... Uh, Channel Zero. Channel, the next season Channel, is coming. Yeah, Channel Zero's in, in the fall. Um, 12 Monkeys is getting ready to start up here in that three-day extravaganza, and we're going to kind of cover that somehow. And then I there was this new show coming out on June 16th, I think it is, or 16th or 14th, called Blood Drive. It's interesting. The cars run on blood. That's all I'm going to say. But there. Oh, Kit. No, Kit did not run on blood. <laughs> okay. What's this episode about? So this episode is episode 12, titled Ramifications. You know, of course, so many ramifications in this penultimate episode to a truly stellar season. Julia and Katie's face-off with Renard bear some interesting consequences. With the button gone, Q and Elliot have to find a different way back into Fillory. With our favorite royals banished, Josh is crowned the High King of Fillory. And boy, does he get high. We get to see baby Julia and baby Alice again. And our old Niff and Alice, she isn't quite happy about being reunited with uh, baby Alice, but it happens. And when she comes back, she's not quite her old self. She was all power having before, and now she's back to square one. Well, from before, before we met her. Like, she's non-magic having right now. She knows nothing. Kind of like Penny. They have a lot in common. Well, Penny knows the magic. He just can't do the magic. That's the well, whole problem. She, yeah, she can't do the magic either. Like she has it in her head, and it's slowly disappearing. But like she said um, to was it Tchaikovsky, Mayakovsky, mm-hmm. that she she's back at the beginning. She's a baby again. Well, that was her thing. She she knew everything when she was doing it, and she it's one of those things you can you know it's there, but it's yeah. just slowly fading away because she had pretty much expanded everything that she knew when she mm-hmm. was Niffin. So yeah. yeah, and so I feel like she she wrote it all down, or she was writing it all down. But I feel like she she doesn't have the magic anymore. Like she'll have to retrain herself, or that's not what you were getting. It was just that she can't be all powerful like she was. Yeah, she just doesn't know it all like she used to. Okay, I can deal with that. Right. So she's just kind of going, and you know, there you go. So yeah, to get there, that last ditch effort, Q and Julia go to Mayakovsky, who is the only one who can help bring Niffin. Alice back, and he doesn't really want to do that. Yeah, but it, technically it is his fault. Oh, it's definitely his fault, and it's good to see that those magic batteries that we saw him doing the other day, mm-hmm. uh, the other episode, where, you know, Penny was undoing the knots and sanding the table and everything, <laughs> you know. Wax on, wax like, off. Yeah, those <laughs> did have the big role to play in bringing her back, and, you know, after they guilt tripped him and said, dude, you're the reason why she's a nothing because you had to uh, have relations with the one girl that was in the school, which caused her brother to kind of help her. And next thing you know, he's a nothing. And this is the whole circle of life thing, man. Yeah. And now Alice is a nothing. And then Q had relations with that chick. <sighs> 
It's the circle of life. God, what does that come from? There's a sh- movie about that, right? <laughs> the circle. Oh, okay. I think we'll get into that one in a little bit. <laughs> so they bring Alice's shade. I was kind of I. I don't know why I thought I was trying to figure out how this worked when they went up in the elevator where where the shade was going to go. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. So last week we were both wondering, well, why can't they take both babies? Take baby Alice and baby Julia. Well, like the the soul or the shade has to have a container, of right. course. Yeah, you can only have, yeah, it had to go somewhere and Julia just happened to have an empty spot. So that worked out. <laughs> Which just seemed weird because you think those two joined would be kind of different, but I, I don't know. Yeah, like it would have been interesting to explore that personality a, a little bit. Right. How how everything changed with that, but yeah. But she pops out in Niff and Alice. Once they get there, all the spells going. She is not happy to be back. Not at all. She's very mean, very unhappy. Real Alice, when they're all merged, she's not really happy being back there either. And I feel like she's not quite real Alice anymore. I mean, she's still Alice, but the Niffin is there. I guess maybe the Niffin was always our Alice. She was just out. She was just the Alice without the shade, the same way that Julia is herself without without her shade. Right. Yeah. Definitely. The Alice that used to be really isn't around anymore because she's changed so much with everything that she's went through. Right. Right. And like um, Julia tells Katie later, like, I'm still me. I just need you to be, I need you to pump the brakes for me every now and again. Pump the brakes? Slam, <laughs> Slam the brakes. <laughs> but she said, tap them. No, tap slam. Em. Nope. Don't slam on those brakes. There's no tapping. I love Julia that way, though, because it's so much fun when she does her stuff. She was like, oh, maybe oh, I shouldn't have said that. It is. Like, I kind of want to see that linger a little bit. Like, I'm, I'm glad that she'll have that part of herself back so that she's not doing insane things without someone else coming in saying, Oh, you know, like this is kind of wrong. Right. right. And she, a part of her knew that anyway, even without her shade, it's just that like she, she, she was more impulsive. So I'm kind of hoping that we still see that with her and that she's as fearless as ever. Right. So we might as well just keep on going with Julia because Alice really doesn't do too much other than this and pout a little bit in this episode. Yeah, she, I wouldn't she say, mostly pouts, and she's writing down a lot of the spells, I guess, before they fade away. I wouldn't say she's pouting. She's really concentrating because she's losing all her stuff. So, Dude, yeah. she's pouting, and she's pissed off at, at uh, Quentin. Yeah, and had, I don't understand why she's so pissed off at Quentin. Because she knew everything, and now she knows nothing. But she was a Neffin. She was digging it. She was living a Neffin lifestyle. She had fun. She was rocking it. I don't know. Okay. I guess maybe we'll find out more about that as it goes on in the next episode. True. So, Julia. So, on to Julia. Of course, she comes back from the underworld, and she knows uh, more about Persephone and Renard. And now that she doesn't have her shade, she goes to her best bitches, uh-huh. our, our best uh, friends, the Hedgies. Katie, mm-hmm. she doesn't. Uh, Katie has been has been spending most of the uh, rest of the season with. Uh, Penny. Penny, but Penny is off in the poison room right now, so she's kind of um, unoccupied. Um, so Julia and Katie end up together, and of course Katie accepts Julia's apology, and she she understands her role as the bricks for right. right now. But also, who came to see Julia? I mean, I mean, not Julia. She came to see Katie. Katie. So uh, last week, John Gaines. Mm-hmm. 
contacted Katie after he figured out the truth about his father. And I guess the truth of his own powers. And he's very much overwhelmed by all of it. So he contacts the witches to try to figure out if they can help him take down Renard. And um, they they figure out a plan. They figure out a way of making Renard think that uh, his old girlfriend, or so we think that's who that is, um, his old love, has come back to Earth after a decade's absence of huge storms and tornadoes, you know lady knows how to make an entrance of course and um john goes back to his office and of course renard knows where he's been and there's this whole moment where it feels like uh seven mm-hmm. like, exactly. what's in the box what's, yeah, what's in, the, in box? the box man what's in the box? she's here and there and everywhere so i guess renard has killed um john's wife right he doesn't take that very well not at all, because he next goes to Julia. He he managed to get on the Brickville campus like quite easily. Yeah, well, I think maybe he. I, I don't know. It was Just, harder to find. Yeah, <laughs> but he is a demigod, so. But yeah, so he goes back to Brickville's to see Julia and Katie, and first he kind of talks to Julia a little bit, uh, and of course he knows what Julia's been through because Reinhardt's been very boisterous about saying how he broke her, and um. He he just wants to make sure that she stays strong and make sure that th- that's not true, that she's not broken, that she stays strong and, you know, keeps fighting. And he sends her off to get pizza. And you kind of had an idea of what he was up to, especially well, when he approached Katie. Well, the, the original plan was to teach him how to do magic, but he didn't really have a good knack for it. Yeah, he didn't have a knack for it. And he's kind of hopeless anyway. Like, I guess he really loved his wife. Right. Yeah, he did. He didn't know that she was just playing around with it. But he now he she, knows. I think she was playing around with it. She was under his spell, right? And the spell that he unintentionally cast on her. But then, then he figured out what Renard will do to bend his will. So, off to see Katie. Exactly. Um, so, of course, he goes to Katie and says, "After everything she's been through, I can't make Julia do this." And you know exactly what he means. So he does the whole um, mind bending thing on her. And uh, the next thing we see is her coming downstairs with bloody hands. And Jules knows exactly what's happening. And she's like, I'll take care of it. That is one of the reasons why I love those two together. Mm-hmm. Their friendship is amazing. Like yes. they take care of each other. Yes. And he just sacrificed his power to Katie so that they could use that power to take down Renard. Yeah, because what I don't think I don't know what else he would want to do in life now that he knows what his life has really been about. Well, this kind of ruin it for you, you know, that everything you're doing is a lie. Exactly. Everybody to do it. Like the people around you don't really or don't necessarily really want to be around you. It's just because of your charm. Um, You have this thing about you. And he had a much better constitution than Renard did about it. He's like, I was trying to do good with people, but apparently I'm just making people to do whatever I want to do. Right. Yep. So now they got the the magic from him. Uh-huh. I almost wish his um or I guess it doesn't make any difference because there are little demigods, halflings all over the place, but I almost wish that his grandmother had made an interest far earlier before he killed himself. Right. Because like Katie said, that feels like it was for nothing. Yeah, it it's just one of those things. I mean, Julia does come up with a spell that she can use to use the power from John and make a weapon a weapon that can pierce a god. So yes. she puts that into a bullet because that's what they got. This is That's going to come in handy again yeah, th- for this sure. This isn't fillery where they got swords going all over the place. <laughs> use a bullet. <laughs> and 
they figure out how to fake the coming of Persephone to get Renard to show up, mm-hmm. which totally works. And Renard shows up, and guess who else shows up as soon as they're about to kill off uh, old Renard there? Persephone shows up, and she just happens to be Mama. <laughs> yes, that was really weird. You know, for the longest time, we thought that that was an old lover. Right. It made but, sense, but... Yeah. That that was really interesting watching their interplay. Like, his eyes were so... He had his whole fox eyes going on. And, like, he couldn't keep his eyes off of her. Like, he, he loved her. He had this whole desperation about him. And after everything he's done, all the murders and everything, it felt like she kind of slapped his wrist. You've been a bad boy. Mm-hmm. He's a mama's boy, so there we go. He's a total mama's boy. And clearly she knows what's been going on. But she didn't intervene until now. Right. When he would have died. And I can understand why Julia was mad at her for, you know, she didn't do anything. She just left. Where has she been off into anyhow? What have have they been doing? Well, maybe it has something to do with the next mystery that we're going to talk about when we talk about Penny in the uh, poison room. That could be something about it, too. But, yeah, after she leaves with, um, after she she convinced Julia not to kill him, Mm -hmm. she leaves with him. And guess who shows up? Well, the person after, who better have shown yeah, up? At, well, after Katie got really mad and left because that was her whole deal, you know, she's like, I killed this guy for nothing. Yeah. And in- Well, she has to take solace in the fact that she had no choice but to do that. Right. Like but he, I, he had mind-bended her, so. That would have been their whole thing to go from the start, though. They were trying to t- kill Bernard, so he wouldn't do anything. Now there's still a chance that he may break free of Persephone again and go back and go on a killing spree. Now, Persephone has said that she knows how to take care of him, but like we also said, she hasn't done it up till now. She didn't care to take care of him, so she did care enough to, you know, help out Julia just a little bit, though, by sending her shade back to her. And she better have. Like we thought. Yeah, that made me so happy. Even though I've been enjoying this version of Julia. And, like, just seeing her be able to wrestle with herself or not wrestle with herself. Her, her, I'm hoping. Her when Katie came back. So, is Penny dead yet? I could have worded that differently. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I'm hoping that, um, like, even with the return of her shade, that uh, she, she doesn't go back to being victim Julia. Because before, she, she, she kind of was the victim. Right. She was, totally. But when she goes back, I mean, if she gets her shade back... That's going to give her the feelings back that she had before, right? Or but we, maybe we she'll assume. know how to handle them or know how to channel them now. And Reynard is gone, so she'll ha- she'll be able to focus on other things. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm worried that she'll still have that trauma that she was going through originally. That's why she ended up not caring about her shade disappearing if she had to. But now, I, think she's, I think she'll have closure now. Okay. Well, one thing we do know is that... Uh, they still got that bullet and that spell to use yes, that stuff do. with. I'm, you know, that's just hanging around there. That was a pretty big power grab right there. And that has to show up somewhere in the future. For sure. Okay. Now we're on to now. Are we going to Ellie Let's go to Fillory. Okay. Can we go to Fillory? And we can go because to Fillory. Fillory was so much fun. All right. So clearly what we talked about last week, was it a mistake? What happened? How did Elliot get kicked out of Fillory? They banished him. They totally banished him, and they tricked Margot into going to Fairyland. Um, Actually, Margot was going to go to Fairyland anyway. 
Yeah, Umber was bored and banished them. <laughs> not, oh, I thought not the council Umber, did I'm it. I'm sorry. Ember, no, Ember banished them. Right. I got my brother's mix up. Ember was bored and banished the and High Ember King. Ember and Umber. Ember right. and Umber, right? Yeah, because we find out that. Okay. I mean, was, yeah, Ember was bored, banished Elliot away. That's it. He just got kicked out of the country. For, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, they're on their little mission to find the, the clock and that. But that leaves only one child of Earth left in, in Fillory at the moment. Josh. High King Josh. <laughs> He is so bad at this. I was like, you guys, you've traded bad for worse. And we, when we say High King Josh, we mean High King Josh. Yes. They are and nice enough to tell him that the thrones are cursed, though. So Yeah. How about that? Like, they didn't tell Elliot about that. And he does the, the most sane thing of the entire group of everybody. Oh, uh-huh. the, the thrones are cursed. Okay, we're going to keep these thrones. No, he just utterly destroys them and gets a new throne. Good idea. Smartest thing ever. And he has his new motto, Akuna Matata. <laughs> no worries. It's the best motto ever. <laughs> it's the best motto. What's the matter Ex- with you? <laughs> Except uh, it's a little wrong because there are still worries in the world. Like Prince S, who right. would like to know where his father is, who is not too pleased to learn that his father is now a rat. No, not at all. Yeah, and of gets, course you still have Umber <laughs> doing his Umber things. Right. Yeah, Princess goes on a killing spree, and then uh, you know Akuna Matata has failed Josh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then he smokes it up again. Right. He drugs everybody in a process. Yeah, and at one point in time, he does see Margot uh, when he's high. Right. Yeah, because he's been mixing different herbs and, and fairy dust and different things like that. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. And he can now see parts of fairyland exactly. unlike everybody else yeah because he has that uh, he gave it to q before that's how q ran into julia's shade yeah he's going through the alternate other dimensions and he sees finn and that convinces him to head on over to fairyland without oh, a way no to get choice. back because you know he has to go do something yeah so now we got josh and margo and finn all in fairyland yeah Doing stuff. So we got to get them all back. And there is a one-way trip to get there. We don't have a button. We don't have anything. We're, yeah, a lot to go on in that final episode. Yeah. Well, we don't have a button, but we do have a portal now. Thanks to Ember or Umber. 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 Because Elliot and Q tracked down the buyer of the All things Fillery. Of all things Fillery. Yeah, there's two of you. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> that was an awesome moment and like Q turned fangirl completely he's like there was going to be a movie oh my god this is so awesome they're, they're both like yeah you didn't know about that it's seriously it's on episode 18 yeah one of those moments of, of geekdom <laughs> right there and Q would be the Trekkie of the group oh definitely definitely <laughs> and Umber kind of gives it away when he knows who the watcher is yeah and Elliot He's able to spot the horns. Well, he does his little thing there and goes, dude, he's got horns. He's a ramification right there. (laughs) So we find out that Umber was not dead. Mm -hmm. He just faked his own death to get away. And he doesn't like his brother that much, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. And Fillory apparently was an experiment. Right. But he loves Fillory, which is one of those things you could see that he loved Fillory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he moved to Vancouver instead, but whatever. And he's building a new pocket world. Cuba. 
Yeah, there's already one of those. Better part, he had every season of Law and Order and it was paused on the TV. Because it's so logical. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how he called um, filler a unification of opposites. Right. And no, ma- no, um, no wonder things are in such a disarray now, now that he's not there to balance it out. Like, what did you think was going to happen? It, it, because you left. You, you're not there to balance out your brother anymore. Exactly. And well, they were kind of fine when Ember was in prison, wherever he was. But now that he's out, he's just doing the chaos thing. So, yeah, they kind of trying to convince him to go back. He doesn't want to do it, though. He wants to create his own new world, which looks a little square. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But he does end up giving the clock to Elliot because Elliot loves Fillory. It's his home. He's of even course. said it. So that leaves them with a way to get back to Fillory, mm-hmm. which then turns out that Elliot's plans for saving Fillory is conquering Fillory just the way the Beast wanted to. Mm-hmm. So what's she going to do? I think that's the only option. Go ahead and conquer it. Some places need conquering. Yeah. And hopefully if he conquers it now, he won't be stuck there all the time. He can move back and forth like uh, Quentin does. Well, the difference with them conquering it also is they're actually saving Fillory. <laughs> Because if they do nothing, it's all going to disappear. True. And all those people that live there are going to die. Yes. And we can't let that happen because we have other things happening, like the 20 blank pages. Why are there 20 blank pages, Brad? Well, all that information is hidden in the poison room. Or speaking of going to die, (laughs) Willow and Penny go to the fountains to find a poison room. It's locked. Because it has a back door, you know. (laughs) Penny gets to do his thing. He gets to jump around a little bit and find it. Um, And then Willow, that's not her real name. Why do I keep calling her Willow? Because of uh, the Sopranos. Is that what it is? I think it's Misty. Misty. Uh, Anyhow, she she does this spell-breaking thing. Opens up the fountain, and they go in. She goes spelunking. Apparently, she's done that a time or two. She's very smart. Yeah. And... They find the books. Uh, she did mention that, you know, all the books have the 20 blank pages, including her Her book is in the poison room, and she wants to know why it's in the poison room. Mm-hmm. And the order has known about the great blank spots for over a year, and it's happening in a few weeks. That's why she wants to go see it. And she's seen them reshell Penny's book 39 times. Of course. Time so, loops. And that goes with the whole thing of once it's written, it's not actually fact because if they keep reshelving his book, things have changed. And we know things change, but, you know, who all died in fighting the beast? You know, we had mm-hmm. the single Alice that lived and everything else. But they go out and they find a fountain and they head on down there. And I did like her one little quote there. She goes, she, you know, she's team Sarah Connor. No fate, but what we make. Amen. I love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. So they get in the poison room, and the poison room is poison. Touch a book, and you get a mark. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't see that coming. I really didn't. Yeah, and after Penny grabs his book, he goes back to find Willow, who Sylvia. That's, that's the name I just came back to me. Sylvia? Yes. Okay. Had scarring on her face after looking at her, her book. And they're trying to get out, but things aren't going so well, at which point she dies. I'm, no, she falls. We haven't seen a body. Not going with that yet. Well, she did tell him that she's read her book and she knows that she dies there or she doesn't get out. Yeah. But like she she doesn't have the 20 blank pages. I'm going to go with what I remembered on it. She said she read her book and 
if he helps her, she he doesn't get out either. Right. So that's the whole thing. I think that's the is that part was that part of the book where Penny helps her get out and he dies? Or was that part of breaking the thing? That's the way I took it. That he had tried to help her and neither of them made it out, which is why she said, "You need to go." See, I, I didn't take it like that. That could be it. I just took it like she read her book and she knows that it is written that she already will die, um, and like that's why there are no the twenty blank pages. They have nothing to do with her. She never made it to that point. But and w- if he interferes, he could end up dying. But I could be wrong. Yeah. What happened? No fate. Uh, what is it? The um, no fate, but what we make. That's why I, I was going. I hope with. I'm wrong. I enjoyed her character, and she was only on for two episodes. Right, so I, still, w- I would definitely like to see her back. Yeah, I'm still going with the whole fact I didn't see a body yet. She could still be there. Yeah, that's a rule. Yeah, no body, no dead. That's how it works. We didn't see uh, Umper's body and see what happened. He came back. Just True saying. Story. So, <laughs> so, you know, they get out, and Penny drops the book, and he gets taken to the radiation ward. So that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, he just um he does see Katie again. Yeah, just when he drops the book off to her and yeah, he falls to the yeah. ground, and you know, then they got the get things help you more. do for love. Well, that was, <laughs> that was his only choice. He already got poisoned. He had to go somewhere. True. I wonder what his punishment will be. I don't know. I'm not thinking the poison is pretty much bad right there as it is. But we still have to worry about the whole twenty blank pages thing going on. Yeah, know? something catastrophic is coming and we don't know who's who it's related to. Is it the gods? Is it the fact that Julia killed off all the trees in Fillory? Is it Umber and Embers? Um, I'm going... It's Not more, the imbalance. I'm going more... It it's, a, it's a god thing. It has to be. I hope so. Like, I, I really want that to be what season three is about. Like, the gods. There's a reason why we saw Persephone. Right. There's older gods that are on there. That has to be a whole thing. It's got to go. And, you know, yeah. it's one of those things. That it's got to happen. And because they have to kick us off for American gods. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I don't know. You got anything else on this one? Other, huh? No, I'm, I'm just pumped for next week. I can't wait. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. I can't wait. So much fun this. So, if you aren't already there, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out our older podcast for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, Incorporated, some other stuff that we've done. And there are a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Right. And also, um, if you have any thoughts or comments about the episode, let us know in the comments section below or hit us up on the Facebook or Twitter page. And make sure you drop by Brad and Court Talk on the Facebook because uh, there's a link for a great podcast that I did last night with Geek Girl Soup, our friends Susan and Kelly. We talked about The Leftover Season 3. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them and the upcoming episode episode or seasons for the leftovers i'm really excited for that that has been an amazing show if you haven't seen it already first season can be a little depressing but it's still good second season best thing i saw all last year yep go ahead and check it out people right so until next time hakuna matata you're not gonna keep going it means no worries (laughs) for the rest of your days it's our problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it works. Oh, we'll have to see. <laughs> That's it for this episode. 
Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.